You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. So it's a privilege, it's an honor to bring the Word of God to you this morning. Amen. We had an awesome time in the morning, and I want to recommend that you listen to the message. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yeah. Because I, I, I cannot repeat that. <laughs> so go to the podcast. Hallelujah. So somebody say Hagar. Hagar. Yeah. So we are going to talk about Hagar. Okay. Hagar is a Hebrew word, one of the Hebrew words for meditation. So the ancient practice of Hagar is what we're going to look into now. Yes? Amen. So, um, if you love the Bible, and you love to meditate. How many people have been reading their Bibles? You're enjoying your reading? I hope you are faithful. You're following our reading plan. Because by the end of the year, you want to be able to say to yourself, I read through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's coming alive more and more and more. And I enjoyed it on Saturday when we're looking at um, Samuel. First Samuel. Those of you that were not here, most of you were not here. You missed out. Unfortunately, it's not on podcast. Mixelar. Oh, okay. So, you guys, you're being spoiled. Mixelar. You, 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 you connected on Mixelar. Okay, that's good. Thank God for technology. God bless all the scientists who came up with the technology of Mixelar and so on. Yeah. But if you will master Hagar, you are going to be more creative. Yeah. Do you know that one of the one of the um, one of the greatest source sources of income for the nation of Israel is intellectual property. Yeah. How how does that happen? There are principles that lead to that. And it's right there in the Torah. It's right there in the Word of God. But we glance over them and we miss out on the wealth that is in the Word of God. We miss out. They export over $50 billion. Over $50 billion of intellectual property. Can you imagine that? That's more than the GDP of many nations. Just intellectual property, without oil, without diamonds, without gold, come on, without platinum. Huh? We have them all here, right? Correct? We have gold, we have diamonds, we have platinum. Yeah? We have the land. They don't even have the land. Can you imagine? Their land, they, their entire nation is just the size of Kruger National Park. Think about that. Huh? Kruger National Park, that's the size of an entire nation. And yet, if you use a smartphone, you are using something from there. Hallelujah. Huh? All the technology giants know that they cannot survive without Israel. They have to go there. You have to buy this chip. You have to buy this. You have to buy that. I mean, the list is endless. And every year, they are just releasing new stuff. New stuff. Hmm? How many people use Waze? Huh? For direction. Some of us prefer ways to the other, th- the other stuff. You know the other stuff, right? 
Raise is better. <laughs> That's Israeli technology. There is so much. There is so much. But I'm just telling you, like an average of $50 billion exported. So in other words, people go there to buy their ideas. They pay for their ideas. And it amounts to up to $50 billion. Nothing coming from the ground. From the head. Hello? From where? From the head. So you think we are killing ourselves over blood diamonds. We are killing ourselves. We are fighting wars over what is under the ground. Meanwhile, there's something you are carrying in your head that is even more than what is under the ground. Are you getting my point? Yeah, so until we begin to unlock the treasures, the wealth that is in between, Even if you have the one under the ground, we fight over it. But who are, who are the greatest dealers of diamonds in the world? The Jews. Go to Sierra Leone. Huh? Go to Conakry. Go, I mean, go to Congo, DRC. Jews are there. Go to Antwerp. Huh? In in. in, in, in in Europe, who are the dealers? Jews. They don't have it, but they're dealing it. Huh? Go to the Diamond District here in Johannesburg. Who are the people? Who are the buyers? Jews. <laughs> they don't have it, but they have something. Hello? Yes. Yeah. And you have the same God, you have the same Father, you have the same covenant. What's wrong with you? Touch your neighbor. Say, what's wrong with you? What's wrong? What's wrong with you? What's your problem? Tell me what your problem is. Yeah. Tell me what your problem is. Huh? If you don't master Hagar, there are things you cannot access. Amen. They are there in plain sight, but you can't see them. You can't see them. Can't see them. And that's why I pray that God will give you the spirit of revelation. The spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. That the eyes of your heart will be flooded with light. Amen. You will see. You will not walk in the dark. Amen. Amen. You are children of light. Amen. And you are supposed to see. If there's anybody that should see, it's you. It's you. If there's anybody that should get out of poverty, it's you. Hallelujah. I refuse to be poor. Amen. Amen. But there is something here that God has given you that will take you out of your situation Amen. and place you where God has ordained for you. Amen. You might not have it in your hands, but you have it in here. Amen. Amen. And it's time to begin to use it. Let's use it. Some of us have been programmed to be afraid. To be afraid to take steps. To be afraid to do what we are not used to. You have been programmed. And your life has just been restricted by your education. Because you were educated to be under. Meanwhile, God has given you a covenant to put you on top. But your education keeps you under. What's wrong with you? Touch someone. Say, what's wrong? What's wrong? It's not okay. It's not okay. 
Let's get out of that mentality. Let's get out of that place where circumstances have restricted us. Circumstances have confined us. Our background has confined us. Our education has confined us. Our environment has confined us. Some of us, the color of our skin has confined us. Stop it. God is not happy with that. You are better than that. You are better than that. You are the head and not the tail. You are the head. You are above and not beneath. I want us to make up our minds that we're going to break every barrier Amen. that has been placed upon us. Amen. Hallelujah. But one of the secrets to breaking barriers is meditation. You have to learn to hagar. You have to learn to, 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 to meditate on the right stuff. It's an ancient practice that made uh, the patriarchs blessed beyond measure. I'm telling you. People like Abraham. Look, I mean, look at a man like that. 318 trained servants for somebody who is feeding 318 men, not counting their children. And their wives, you know that he was a man of substance. Now, if he took 318, it means that he had more than that. Those are the ones that were fit to go to battle. And you can't even employ one person. You can't even employ one person. Look at you. Huh? And you are a child of covenant. You are a child of Abraham. You, even the person that comes to help you, maybe once a week, it's a problem for you to pay the person. You're negotiating. What's wrong with you? Huh? Stop it. You're more than that. Did you hear me? I say you are more than that. The nation is talking about minimum wage and you are also talking about minimum wage. What is wrong with you? Stop it. We can't speak the same language. We speak the language of Zion. Are you following me? We speak the language of Zion. Although we are in Babylon, we are speaking the language of Zion. What's that? Sometimes when I hear them on the radio, I say, what's the meaning of that? What? You are arguing about this. Is that your level? We must break that. Amen. That thinking is not for us. Amen. Say it's not for me. I am blessed to be a blessing. If I'm going to be a blessing, I can't be thinking like the world. Amen. You can't live in abundance with a thinking of scarcity. Amen. How are you going to do that? You have to break that cycle. But God has given us what it takes to break it. Hallelujah. And that's why I'm introducing to you the ancient practice of Hagar. Which is one of the ways. There are many ways. God has given us so many. But it's one of the ways. 
And Hagar has been used many times. It's one of my favorite words for meditation in the scripture. There are other words, but this one, I like it. Hmm? Look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. He said, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. That word meditate is Hagar. Say Hagar. Hagar. That's H-A-G-A-H. Okay? Hagar. So, it's, it's, it's a very interesting word. Now, when we talk about meditation, I know there's a lot of confusion out there because there is what is known as transcendental meditation, which is practiced by the, the new age. Buddhists, uh, I think the Hindus, do you have, Hindus, do Hindus have meditation? Yeah, they have their own meditation. But it's not the same as biblical meditation. Alright, biblical meditation is different. Biblical meditation can release power into your life. It, 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 it's one of the ways that you unlock the treasures of the word of God. Through Meditation. So, God tells Joshua that if you want to succeed, you need to practice Hagar. Right? If you will do this, you will make your way prosperous and you will have good success. Then let's look at Psalm 1. From verse 1. Let's read verses 1 to 3. And I'm sure this applies to you. This, you are in this passage. If we re- as we read it, you will see yourself here. Amen. I say you will see yourself here. Amen. Okay, look at what it says. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. In his law, he meditates day and night. Now, look at the sweet part. When you do that, huh? when you practice Hagar, because the word meditate here is also Hagar. In his law does he meditate day and night. And let's read verse 3 together. Come on. One, two, three. Amen. Amen. Whatever he does shall what? How many people want to be like that? He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. Amen. You bring forth your fruit in your season. Huh? Notice there, it doesn't say seasons. In its season. There is a season you can get into that will not end. Yes. Once you enter into this season that is provoked by Hagar, it will not end. So it's not like winter that comes and goes. Or summer that comes and goes. This one that is produced by Hagar, it doesn't end. How would you like that? Hmm? Whose leaf shall not wither? Your leaf shall not wither. Whatever he does shall prosper. Come on. Are you you reading the Bible? Are you seeing it? Is it in your Bible? Whatever. Say whatever. I do, I do shall, prosper. shall prosper. Hallelujah. So if you will hagar, what you do will prosper. If you will hagar, what you do is going to be productive. It will be fruitful. If you are not fruitful, could it be that you are missing out on hagar? Could it be? Could it be that 
You are not making time, setting aside time to Hagar. How many people can do with a bit more prosperity? Come on. How many people are sorted? You don't, you don't need that. You're okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, the word Hagar is, is, is something that was practiced thousands of years ago. And it's still relevant. Do you know that the, the, the nation of Israel is benefiting from the foundation that Abraham laid? So you can hagar until it affects your coming generations. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. It now begins to frame the world of your children and your children's children. You can crush poverty with Hagar. <laughs> you can break that cycle. We can. Yes, we can. It's not Obama that coined that. It's been there. I can do all things through Christ yes. who strengthens me. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. I can do all things through Christ. Yes, I can. So you know what? I went into the Hebrew and I began to check the different ways that Hagar was used. And you'll be surprised. I'll give you a few. Look at Psalm 2, verse 1. Psalm 2, verse 1. It says, Why do the nations rage and the people plot a vain thing? Let's read that in the King James Version. Read it in the King James. Sometimes King James is more accurate. Okay, why do the heathen rage and the people Imagine a vain thing. You see that word imagine? is Hagar. So when you Hagar, you use, you engage your imagination. You engage your imagination. Why do the heathen, heathen rage? And the people had got a vain thing. So they now sat down and they began to meditate on vain things. That means people had got vain things. People imagine vain things. And then, you know, it leads their lives to fruitlessness. Because as, as, you, as you read that, you see, why do they imagine a vain thing? Let's read the next verse. Come on, look at that. Look at the result of imagining vain things. The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. It is Hagar. They are taking counsel. They are practicing Hagar. Practicing what they have imagined. Okay? And then look at, read the next verse. Come on. It says, Let, this, is the, this is their Hagar. What they have imagined. What they have taken counsel about. Okay? It says, let us break their bones in pieces and cast away their cords from us. This is against the Lord. Against his anointed. Huh? We can say against you because you are God's anointed. Come on, how many people are anointed here? You are God's anointed. Okay, so they, they sit down and they hagar against you. Come on. It's a vain thing. Come on. Say it's a vain thing. It's a vain thing. Yeah, so you can gather how many, it doesn't matter how many of you. It's a vain thing. Hallelujah. Come on. Okay, look at. Next. He who sits, I like that. He who sits in the heavens shall do what? He shall love. The Lord shall hold them in derision. He laughs. It's like, is this what? 
Are you serious? And he laughs. It's interesting. When you go look at the, this word laugh, it's to laugh like, ha, 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 ha. It's not like, ha. No, 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 no. So this is to tell you how God is laughing at the heathen. When they plot against you. When they haggah against you. When they meditate against you. And their meditation leads them to counsel. To take counsel against you. And then they begin to plot. God just laughs. He knows it's vain. It's vain. So Hagar involves your imagination. Hallelujah. It involves your imagination. Let me show you another use of the word Hagar. And by the time you put all of these together, you are going to begin to unlock some dangerous things. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, some powerful things will come out of your life. This year is your year. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Amen. You'll begin to practice Hagar. Amen. Okay, let's look at um, look at Psalm 35, verse 28. Psalm 35, verse 28. It says, And my tongue shall speak of your righteousness. And of your praise all the day long. Huh? That word speak is Hagar. Incredible. So you think that meditation is just. No, 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 no. It has to do with speaking. It has to do with what? Speaking. What are you speaking? God will bring it to pass. Amen. So either God or Satan is watching what you speak. Are you getting me? Yeah. So if you are going to access the treasures in God's word, you need to begin to practice God. Beware of what you imagine. Beware of what you say. Beware. Some of you are so quick to say things about your children that have become a self-fulfilling prophecy. And you are surprised. May God forgive you. Amen. Yes, Lord. Hmm? Yes, Lord. Look at Proverbs. I, there, there's so much about speaking. I just want to jump them. Look at Proverbs chapter 15, verse 28. Another use of the word Hagar. You see, the heart of the righteous studies how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours forth evil. You see, that word studies is Hagar. <laughs> it's Hagar. So that's one of the benefits of going back to the original. Then you see the different ways it is used. So the mouth of the righteous Hagar's how to answer. Yeah. Hagar's how to answer. But the mouth of the wicked just pours forth evil. Just anything that comes, it just... I was talking to someone. I said, why do you talk like this about your child? He says, you know, I just... I, you know, I, I like to just say my mind. You know? I said, you know you're destroying this child. You're destroying the child. You don't talk like that. I don't care how you feel. You yes. don't. Yes. 
There are things you don't say. Things that are forbidden for you to utter about your children, about your husband, about your wife, about your parents. Stop it. Stop reinforcing defeat. Stop it. The mouth, the heart of the righteous studies how to answer. Don't be thoughtless. It's not okay. Because those words in the spirit are materials. They are building blocks. I'm telling you. That is what is going to be used to shape your future. That's what is going to be used to shape the future of your life. Your children, your family will be shaped by the words you speak. So be careful. Study. Hagar to answer. Don't be thoughtless. Don't be thoughtless. No. Study to answer. Hagar to answer. Hmm? So if you are one of those people that think, that talk before they think, you need help. Hello? Yeah, I know I can see some of you. Receive grace. In the name of Jesus. Receive it now. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Because the word of God comes with all the grace that you need. But we don't always receive the grace that comes with the word. So when the word comes like this, you receive the grace, then you have the enablement to do it. You understand? Yeah. So sometimes what we say, we think that we change people just by talking to them. You, you, you can't. People, people are... They have their own minds. And they make their own decisions. Some make dumb decisions, but they decided to be dumb. So if somebody decides to be dumb, there's nothing you can do about it. You just believe, pray and believe that God will help that person to realize how dumb he is before his dumbness wrecks his life. Because people make decisions... And, and, and then, they, you know, things begin to happen. They begin to see the consequences of their decisions. Then they start blaming God. God, why me? Why not you? Who decided? Who made the decision? No, is, it, is, it, is it God or you? You made a decision. You live with the consequences of your decision. God will never take that freedom of choice from you. You know that even if you, choo- if you choose to go to hell, God is not going to stop you. He's not going to say, he loves you so much. But he'll never take that, that will, that power of choice from you. He will recommend life. But if you choose death, he won't take that from you. You have a right to live with what you choose. Come on. So the Christianity that does not... That wants to put every responsibility on God is not a true Christianity. Yeah. It's religion. So hit your chest. Say, if I prosper, if I prosper it's up to me. If I fail, it's up to me. Yeah, it's not up to God. God has done everything. He's not going to come down and do it again. No. It's up to you. Now, if Jews, who don't even, most of them don't even believe in Jesus. You understand? I have Jewish friends. Some of them, you talk to them, they say, I'm not religious. I'm not religious. But yet, you see what is happening in their lives. Why? There's a covenant. There is a superstructure that has been erected 
for thousands of years yeah. that they're riding on. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you understand? Yeah. I mean, you, you get up from here now, you join the N1. Were you there when they constructed it? No. <laughs> what was your contribution to, 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 what they, to, to this road? You were not there. But yet, you are riding on it. So some of them, what has happened is that their forefathers have laid the tracks. Do you understand? They've laid the tracks and all they're doing is just following the track. So instead of us to begin to lay the tracks for our future and for our children and for our children's children, we are destroying them with our own mouths. We don't study to answer. We just, when you just feel, whatever you feel, you just say it. I'm sorry for you. You will be trapped by your words. That's what's going to happen. You'll be trapped by your words. Say, be careful what you say. Study to answer. You must. It's not an option. You can't be lazy concerning this matter. Hello? Amen. Yeah. You must be diligent. Yes, Lord. The word study also means diligent. Yes, Lord. It also means diligent. Yeah. My Lord. Say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Amen. Amen. Look at 24. Proverbs 24, verse 2. This is on the reverse, on the negative side. Okay, let's read from verse 1. It says, Do not be envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them. Hello? Some of you need need to meditate on this verse so that it can help you. You need to guard this verse. Alright? It says, For their heart, what? Devices violence and their lips talk of troublemaking. <laughs> their hearts, what? That word device is Hagar. So there are some people you are envious of. God says, don't. Their hearts. It meditates on wickedness, violence, destruction. Another, another version says destruction. So, are you surprised that Jesus now says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks? Are you surprised that Jesus says, out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, huh? fornication, uh, adultery, murder, hatred, all those things come from the heart. It's out of the meditations of the heart. So you dwell on it long enough that it now begins to gener- degenerate to a point where it can now kill someone. That's the, that's the power of Hagar. So if you go to the Middle East, you find that Israel is surrounded by enemies. But I am so surprised at the depth of hatred that Israel's enemies have towards Israel. It's, it's unimaginable. Unimaginable. All you need to do, you need to just cross. You need to just cross from one side of Jerusalem to the other and it's a different ballgame. And yet, when you interact with the Jews, and you interact with, 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 with a lot of the Jews, you, you would see that, look, they would say, look, these guys, when the nation was formed, they were given the opportunity to be part of us. Yeah. But they refused. Yeah. Now, those that took on that opportunity are multi-millionaires. Yeah? yeah? So the, the Palestinians that joined 
the nation of Israel, they are very comfortable. Especially from the early time. They, they are all, you know, sorted. But those that were operating by hatred and refuse are the ones that are behind. But those that moved on are living in peace. Now, I'm not a politician. I don't care your political persuasion. That is up to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is that the level of hatred around them if it's another nation, would have been vaporized. But what is it that is still keeping them? They have the least land in that area. But the forefathers have laid certain tracks. Hallelujah. They've laid certain foundations. And I'm telling you, we can lay a foundation for a new South Africa. We can lay a foundation for a new Africa. We can. We have what it takes. We have the covenant. We have the word. We have the God. That the Jews have. Our father is Abraham. Are you following? So your future is so bright, you need sunshades. Turn to someone and say, your future is so bright that you need sunshades. Hallelujah. It's so bright. Stop looking at now. Look beyond now. Greater days ahead of us. Days of glory. Days of power. Hallelujah. Days of manifestation. Days of dominion. Days of rulership. Hallelujah. Days of abundance. We will be so blessed that they will suspect us. Touch someone and say, did you hear that? I will be so blessed. That you will suspect me. Hallelujah. Yeah. Come on. Yes. Receive it. Yes. I am telling you before God. There is a covenant upon us. And we are going to activate that. Going to activate it. Yeah. We're no longer subject to slavery. We're no longer subject to poverty. We're no longer subject to oppression. Hallelujah. We need to we need we need to we need to you need to now begin to fill your mind, begin to meditate, begin to know what to think, begin to know what to study to answer. You know how to study to answer. Begin to know how, how to begin to pray and speak and declare about your life, about your future. You are not at the mercy of anybody. God does not need to consult anyone before he blesses you. I have news for you. He doesn't need to consult your past. He doesn't need to consult your parents. He doesn't need to consult your boss. He doesn't need to consult your friends. He doesn't need to consult your neighbor. He will just do it. And anyone that cannot handle that should deal with it. Hallelujah. I am believing God. That he is going to bless you to a point. Where you become a subject of investigation. Do you want that? Yes. Or are you, or if you are scared, you don't need it. You don't, you, you don't have to receive it if you are afraid of it. You, you, you understand? You don't, have to be, you don't have to receive it. It's not by force. I'm just, it's my desire I'm speaking. It's my meditation. I'm just speaking my meditation. I'm speaking what I hagar about you. Hallelujah. That's my hagar concerning you. 
that you will walk in so much power people will ask is is this possible hallelujah that you will know god face to face like moses knew god you will walk with god like that yeah that's what we're called for you can't just read about moses and you're saying wow he was a powerful man you need to have your own experience that when you get to heaven you shared with moses he'll be amazed he'll be say he will say even i didn't experience that hallelujah that's 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 what that's what we should we should meditate on we should meditate on things like that and stop looking at how how you know how broke you are stop meditating on that you need to listen to the first service the message of the first service will help you Hallelujah. I'm telling you, we are in for a great time. Amen. We are in for a great time. Before your very eyes, you will be shocked and amazed at what God will do. I'm telling you, you will not recognize yourself. Not too long from now, some of you will enter into what I'm talking about. You will enter into it. Your family will not recognize you. Your friends will not recognize you. They will look at you and say, who is this? Hallelujah. Because it's the doing of the Lord. It's the doing of the Lord. We need to shake nations. Hallelujah. There are different words. Let me give you another one. Time is gone. Let's, let's round this up. Isaiah 31, verse 4. Isaiah 31, verse 4. It says, For thus says the Lord, <laughs> hmm? For thus the Lord has spoken to me, As a lion roars, and a young lion over his praise, when a multitude of shepherds is summoned against him, he will not be afraid of their voice, nor be disturbed by their noise. So the Lord of hosts will come down to fight for Mount Zion and for its hill. Hallelujah. I want you to see the word roar there. As a lion roars. That's how a lion haggars. Come on. So you see there is power in meditation. That word, that word roar is the same Hebrew word for meditation. So when a lion says, that's his own Hagar. That's his own meditation. Hallelujah. So when you roar, it is what he has has imagined inside him. It's what he has allowed to roll in his mind. It is what is inside him. He now lets it out as a roar. That's Hagar. Can you see why I say it's the ancient practice? That is what paralyzes the prey. No, when the when the prey hears the roar of the lion, he's so scared, he's shaking. When you haggard, that's how the enemy begins to shake. You want some more? Amen. Time is gone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But you can see, you get the message. It's time to Hagar. It's time to begin to practice this. Apply this in your life. So you, you see, a lot of times we pray, but we don't Hagar. We don't Hagar. So, you know, you're praying and praying and praying and praying and praying. And, praying. and it's like the more you pray, the stronger the mountain becomes. But when you hagar, you will blast that mountain. Do you understand me? Yeah. And I'm telling you what I have seen work for me. I always prefer to minister out of my personal experience. 
scriptures because I read something. I put it to use. When it works for me, then I come and talk to you about it. That's what I do. So I talk out of experience. This is real. There are times at night, everybody is sleeping. I, I mean, I haggard till morning. Shikapotaha. Yeah! You know, then you scream and release that roar of the lion over that situation. And you find things just begin to bend. Things just begin to change. But it, it requires diligence. We've had to haggar over our children. I've had to haggar over you. You know, there are some things that happen in churches, but they don't happen here. There are things, I have pastor friends, they experience things. I don't experience them. Not because I'm better, but there are things to do. There are things to put in place. Hallelujah. And that minimizes the enemy's onslaught against you. That's why you must not be isolated. Why? Because when you are, you become a prey, easy prey. But when you're together, when we're together as a flock like this, I'm telling you, it's hard for him. Because by the time he tries to sneak around, he won't know what hit him. You understand? Yeah. I spent hours, hours praying for you. I'm telling you, I'm not boasting, but I pray. Do you understand? I pray. I have stamina in, in, in the secret place. I have stamina. I know what I'm talking about. I'm not boasting. It's a grace that I've tapped into. And I flow and I hold on to it. And that's why when I make declarations, it's not just, it's not just, it's, it's out of, it's out of Hagar. Hallelujah. It's out of Hagar. And there's a difference. That's why people can confess from now till Jesus comes. Nothing happens. Because it's not a product of Hagar. It's not. But when it is a product of Hagar, it has creative power. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. I've said enough. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.